Hello, everyone. My name is Yang. In this series of podcasts, I am going to introduce a book called "Why Does Inequality Matter," written by Thomas Scanlon, one of the most important philosophers in political and moral philosophy. The issue in this book relates to inequality not only at philosophical level but also at practical level. That is to say, it aims to provide reasons that inequality should be reduced or even eliminated. I'm going to introduce one chapter at a time, unless the connection between each chapter is important and inseparable. Moreover, the structure of each podcast will be as follows. First, I will introduce the core question, which the author wants to ask in this chapter. Then, I will point out the answer or solution to the question that Scanlon tries to offer in content. I will not go through the book page by page, but I will reorganize the content and try to represent or explain how Scanlon argued in this chapter. Okay, let's get to chapter one introduction. First. Throughout this book, Scanlon aims to answer one core question: that when and why is it morally objectionable that some people are worse off in some way than others are? For example, if I have one apple, he has ten. When should we object to the inequality between you and me, and why? To answer this question, Scanlon proposed that the reason should be egalitarian reasons. That is. Reasons for objecting to the difference between what some have and what others have, and reasons for reducing this difference. Then, he distinguished two kinds of egalitarian reasons. One is an egalitarian reason in a broader sense, which means as long as reasons for objecting to the difference between what some have and what others have, even when the reasons for objecting to these consequences have nothing to do with equality. There are still egalitarian reasons in a broader sense. Take economic inequality for example. If there is some empirical evidence showing that economic inequality has very serious effects on the health of those who have less, it can be a reason to object to inequality in broader sense. For reasons, objecting ill health is not for inequality, not for equality themselves. But for healthy problems, the other kinds of egalitarian reason is egalitarian reason in a narrow sense, which means there are reasons grounded automatically in some idea of why inequality itself is to be sought or why inequality itself is objectionable. Take economic inequality for example. For example, again, if we object to Economic inequality because we find that it can give those who have more an unacceptable degree of control over those who have less, and we think this control is unacceptable because there is an unequal relationship between the dominant groups and those dominating them. We automatically object to economic inequality not only for unacceptable control, but also for the unequal relationship that the control manifests. Thus, this option is a egalitarian in the narrow as well as the broader sense. The former reason for objecting to controls is automatically grounded on unequal relationship between people, and the latter is simply objecting to control. This distinction is important 
for it is useful to respond to some opponent of equality. Some critics object to the egalitarian reason because if it is a reason for objecting to the difference between what some have and what others have, it might be in favor of reducing that difference even if this made no one better off and left the rich worse off. That is the leveling down objection. Another critique is that proponents for equality just envy others for their success. However, these critics of equality only attack a broader sense of egalitarian reason. To put it in a concrete way, because broader reasons objecting to the difference itself in the issue of income, income redistribution, they could possibly be in favor of policy which tax the rich more. But this does not follow that they will look after whether someone will get the benefit. Therefore, critics will reject a broader sense of egalitarianism and be in favor of prioritarianism, which argues that we should be concerned simply with improving the condition of the world's of rather than with the difference between rich and poor. However, for narrow sense of egalitarian reason, the reason objecting to economy inequality is we object to the dominating power that the rich have to control lives of poor people. Even those who have less might not benefit directly from tests, but by reducing the income difference, the dominating power will be reduced. As a result, it is still necessary for us to examine reasons that objecting to inequality, not ceding to prioritarianism too quickly. Therefore, in this book, Scanlon tries to provide a clear account of the reasons for caring about equality and inequality. Scanlon ends to argue that there are reasons, both in a narrow sense and broader sense, for objecting to inequality that meet these challenges and investigate the nature of these reasons. The test he wants to finish in this book is settled. Then, in this chapter, that is introduction, he briefly summarized several kinds of reasons for objecting to inequality in the following chapters. And in this podcast, I will not repeat it, but I want to point out that there are two groups of reasons he offered. First is objections to inequality based on its effects. That is status, control, equality of opportunity and political fairness, Objections of these kinds can explain that some objections to economic inequality are calling for neither male expressions of envy pointless leveling down in Scanlon's world. People have good reason to object to stigmatizing difference in status, to objectionable forms of control, and to social institutions that are unfair, even if eliminating these things would not increase their welfare. Furthermore, Fair political institutions and equal economic opportunity may possibly lead to the poor being better off. However, the poor have other reasons to want in equality of opportunity. That is, they want, that is, they want it to be treated fairly, even if it does not in the end lead to their being better off. Second lines of uh, objection to inequality based on its ways in which this inequality arise. In this book, Sandlin uh, write about a failure to equal concern 
and fair distribution of income. The former applies when an institution or agent owes some benefit to every member of a certain group, but provides the least benefit only to some, or more fully to some than to others. The latter, for example, is related to the discussion of equality of opportunity. If the economic institution fails to meet the institution and procedural requirement of equal opportunity, then the outcomes of inequality are unfair. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you enjoy the content and find this book interesting. Please go at gate one and start reading it, and I will see you soon. Bye.